All right, ladies and gentlemen, are you tired of Amazon, Walmart, Target, these companies that hate you? Literally, they hate you. They spit in the face of your values. They hate children. They're pro-abortion. They're anti-Christian. They're pro-LGBTQ. So am I. That's why I love my good friends at Public Square, the absolute parallel economy. Not only can you download their app at publicsq.com right now, Starting November 1st, now you can have the e-commerce just like Amazon, just like Walmart, just like Target on the Public Square app. They are putting their money where their mouth is to bring you the parallel economy. No more shopping in Amazon, no more shopping at Target, no more shopping at Walmart. Shop at Public Square from now on to support the companies that support your values. Go to publicsq.com right now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's going on, everybody? Uh, I'm, I'm, I talk loud for those of you who listen. For those of you who have no clue who I am, this is going to be really awkward really quick. Um, uh, this is my first time speaking where there's not, you know, protesters outside or, or, you know, there's not police officers all around. So, you know, if you have issues with what I say at the end of this, I don't know. I guess we'll talk about it later. Uh, uh, this is also uh, a new thing for me, which I'm very humbled about. It's, it's funny how God does full circle things. I, I have been where you guys have been. I, I, I've been in those seats and, and, and I have just been sitting there trying to figure out what in the world am I supposed to do? Uh, and it's really cool full circle moment to be able to come and talk to you guys. And, uh, you know, one thing I've heard so far from a lot of people is just the desire to make it the, the the desire to accomplish whatever it is that you want to accomplish so they may come up after me or during lunch and tell you guys everything graham just said just strike that from the record don't listen to a single thing and look, they're already shaking like yeah don't listen to a single thing he said uh, i'm a very aggressive person and how i do things i and and you know when i have this, uh, you know, how many people believe that God still talks to us? Uh, how many people? Okay. So God talks to me through, uh, like, you know, my gut, right? I'll get these gut feelings. Like I, I feel like I'm supposed to do this. It makes no sense to anyone on the outside looking in, but, but I just, I feel like I'm supposed to go this way. And everybody on the outside will be like, that's the craziest thing in the world, Graham. Why would you do that? Well, I just, I think God's telling me to do this. So briefly, my story, and then I'll get into this because I want to talk to you guys about, yes, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. Uh, I have a high school diploma from Mississippi, which means my diploma isn't even as good as y'all's. 
Uh, and 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 then I also want to talk to you guys about the dangers of trying to climb the mountain for the wrong reasons, if that makes sense. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to. I, that's kind of my purpose today is to talk a little bit about about those things. So. You want a killer Black Friday deal? I got one for you. Free Moto G 5G phone from Pure Talk. No gimmicks, no trade-in necessary. Just sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, text, and 15-gig data plan for just 35 bucks, and you get the Moto G 5G phone for free. But here's the deal. You need to move fast because these phones will be gone by the end of the month. They always are. So if your current phone is on live support, upgrade for free with Pure Talk. Enjoy two-day battery life, an exceptional quad pixel camera, and a whole lot more. Just go to puretalk.com slash Graham to get this exclusive offer and to select the plan that's right for you and your family. Remember, Pure Talk gives you America's most dependable 5G network at half the price. So make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com slash Graham to claim your free Moto G 5G phone with qualifying plan. Again, that's puretalk.com slash Graham, puretalk.com slash Graham. I come from the middle of nowhere, Mississippi. Uh, the only way you're going to get out of Lowndes County, Mississippi, is you go to college because you're really smart, which I wasn't, uh, or you join the military and you go to the war. So I did the latter, joined the military, went to Iraq twice, uh, did that for 12 years. Uh, you know, had a very successful career in it. Uh, in that regard, but 12 years in the military, uh, I got on a, or a recruiting and retention NCO tour. I'm in South Carolina in the Clemson area recruiting, and man, Todd was also a recruiter, and we were office partners together, and we were scary good recruiters. We, we'd take half the room right now to MEPS, even if we were still recruiting to this day. We would go to a school they would go to sleep. We'd wake them up at MEPS, and they don't even remember why they were there. Uh, we were well, scary good, scary good at recruiting. And it was there that I kind of realized, oh, okay, you know, I'm pretty good at this talking thing. I'm pretty good at that. And uh, but, but after 12 years, I was sitting there, me and my wife, we had three children at the time. We now have four beautiful children now. We were still struggling. Even after 12 years, it had been the war twice, 12 years. I was a staff sergeant, fixing to get sergeant first class, and just struggling month to month, paycheck to paycheck. Like most people don't realize, most military people are paycheck to paycheck guys uh, and girls. And uh, I'll never forget, man, I, I, I just, uh, this, this overwhelming sense. I mean, I was wearing the uniform. I was in the best shape of my life. You know, I was I was doing what the world thought was this successful guy doing what he was supposed to do down the road. And I realized that I was absolutely miserable. I realized that I was doing something every day and there's nothing wrong with it. Obviously, I did it for 12 years. There's still people that wear the uniform today. We got other veterans in here now. But I believe there's there's three types of people in the military, people that do it for a short time, people that do it forever, and people that got divorced too many times and had to stay in, and they hate their life because of it. Uh, and, and, and I wasn't that, that very last one. <laughs> uh, Todd, actually, man, you want to talk about a real, real veteran. Todd is half animantium at this point with all the stuff that, that he's had to have done. And so, you know, I don't know everybody's stories, but I know his, like he's the real veteran in the room uh, out of all of us here. Uh, anyway, back to the point. 
I got the good, I've got the good job. And I've heard so many people talking about you have your, your day jobs and you have your this, but you have this idea. I am, and I hope Riley and Christian don't cringe when I say this, I'm a burn the boats kind of guy. I just am. I have learned that when you have your safety net, you don't operate the same way as you do when you have no other choice. It's like playing poker for no money. You, you, you play differently. Some of you may not be poker players, but you play differently when the chips don't mean anything, right? You bet different. You, you scheme differently. When there's actually money on the table, uh, you play differently. And so here I was 12 years in, I'm sitting there and uh, the only reason I had any social media accounts at all was because in recruiting, they were telling us, hey, all these young people are on this app called Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to get in with these high school kids, you got to have like a social media account and all this stuff. That's the only reason I had one because I was just trying to be cool to make my recruiting mission. And one day this, I'm, I'm going to go super fast through this to get to the good parts. One day, this elderly woman ran me off the road because old people don't know how to drive. And uh, I, got a, I got irritated by it. And I just made this little video about people that don't know how to drive. And it was my first ever just little viral video, right? This was back in 2015. This was before political commentators really existed. This was before mega viral people really existed. All the people you know now, Charlie Kirk, Candace Owens, everybody, I came up with all of those people and there was no road for that. That didn't exist. Those people, Now there's a million of them and everybody knows what I'm talking about. But in circa 2015, nobody did those things. So goes viral, military buddies say, hey, that was awesome, bet you can't do it again. I was like, all right, well, watch this. Do it again, and then again, and then again, and then again. Then uh, Sergeant Major of the Army finds out about this recruiter in South Carolina that's making all these videos, and they give me an option. They say, hey, look, man, you know, we think it's great, we think it's cool, and all this other kind of stuff, but, uh, you know, th there's too much attention being put on you now. You have to make a decision. This was mid-October. My ETS was December 1st, 2016. This was mid-October 2015. They say you have a choice. You can either re-enlist, and then that would have taken me the rest of the way to, to, to retire, do the retirement, the thing everybody wants in the military, the retirement, the benefits, the insurance, blah, 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 blah. Or you can get out now and go after this, you know, at the time, this video thing that they all said. And, um, you know, I can't explain it. I can't explain what it was. It was that gut feeling that I just felt like I didn't know what it was at the time. I had no idea what any of that meant. How do you turn any of that into a business? What does this mean? But I just felt like I'm supposed to do something else. So I naturally do what any person would do. And I go to my wife and I say, hey, you know, the steady paycheck and the insurance and everything. I really think I'm supposed to get rid of that. And I'm going to make videos in my truck for a living for now until we figure out, you know, what to do. And she goes, OK, do you have any money? No, no, I don't have any money on, on, on plan for any of those things. Uh, you know, we're just going to get rid of all this and go this way. She took it about as well as anybody could. And uh, all seriousness, uh, you know, wouldn't be here today if my, my wife wasn't on board uh, as well as anyone could be in that situation. Uh, and I did. I told the military the 1st of November, I'm not, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try this thing. 
They cussed me up and down like nobody's business. You stupid dummy, you got kids, you're a moron. What kind of person would do this? And they were right. They were right to worry about me. That was November 1st, 2016. I don't know how many people remember what happened November 8, 2016, but Donald Trump wins the presidential election. I make a video about politics. Kaboom, the rest is history. Slingshots, and to this day right now, we stand as one of the top 25 Christian conservative voices in the nation. Uh, we are, we are, this year, we should hit 8 billion views over the, since 2016. And so, uh, as, as, as Christian pointed out, you know, we have the show, and we have the podcast, and we have, you know, the social channels and everything, and it was really cool. But I had no idea how to actually make money. Most people don't realize, and this is why I have a burn the boat mentality. And I hope that I hope that you guys don't get mad at me for telling this. But I'm gonna tell the truth. This is how I got to the point where I am today to be able to talk to you guys because I truly believe. Hopefully, everyone doesn't have to go through what I did, but I truly believe everybody needs to be willing to go through what I did to get to what you know you're where you know you're supposed to go. All right, everybody, look, we're up against another government shutdown literally later this month, and our wise leaders deal with it how they always do, more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continue to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. End the cycle and diversify into gold with the help of my friends at Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. That's right, a free gold bar. All you got to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to claim your eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into gold IRA for no money out of pocket, and you still get the free gold bars. Don't let your savings become a victim for further devaluation of the dollar. Text the word Graham to 989898. That's Graham to 989898 right now. So in 2019, three years later, New York Times, and New York Times is not very favorable to con Christian conservatives. New York Times does an article on me because I find out in 2019, we're one of the top 100 most engaged pages in the world, in the world in 2019, New York Times. And I was broke. No money, no nothing. Facebook wasn't monetizing. Everybody thought we were making all this money. We were averaging hundreds of millions of views a month. And I was broke. Nothing. No clue how to make money at all. And I learned that I had found a niche, right? Everybody here, you've started your business because you have that there's something that you have seen, there's a gap somewhere and you are there or you are here because you feel like your thing can fill a gap. Well, I figured out that there was this whole group of people that felt the way I did, but they just didn't have the voice to be able to say it, or they didn't have the ability to be able to say it. And I realized, okay, there's a gap here, but how do you turn an emotion and a venting into a business. How do you do that? How do you turn an emotional thing into a linear analytical business thing? How do you do these things? So I reach out to this company called CRTV. A lot of people believe that, you know, if you get big and popular on the internet, that all these people are just going to be reaching out to you. That is not true. 
You have to be aggressive. You have to be active. Uh, and if you don't know this, major networks don't have, if you think you're a superstar, click here buttons uh, on there. And so I, I saw that Steven Crowder and other people were on this, uh, this news outlet called CRTV, Conservative TV. They didn't have a, if you think you're a star, click here and let us know why button. All they had was the standard customer service, contact us if there's a problem with your subscription. So I went on there and I wrote the best paper you can imagine in this thing. Hey, I'm Graham Allen. I do this. I do that. Blah, blah, blah. Send it and I get the automated response. We got your thing. We'll be in touch with you within two to three days to discuss your subscription. And I'm like, well, that didn't work. I was spending three weeks away from my home every single week. I was going to every single place you could possibly imagine. SHOT Show, Great American Outdoors Show. I was going around with business cards. Hi, I'm Graham Allen. Uh, I talk for a living. Uh, don't you want to work with me? I talk for a living. But well, what do you do? Well, I talk about politics. Ooh, I don't know if I feel that way about <laughs> politics. Because it wasn't a thing back then. Nobody, nobody did anything with people that talked about politics. But... Man, I, I, I did what I had to do to get there. Finally, I get an email back from this guy named Gaston Mooney. I don't know if any of you guys know this. Gaston Mooney is now the president of Blaze TV. Uh, get a TV show. So I thought they guaranteed me enough money to shoot a pilot episode. That's it. They don't automatically give you a TV show these days. So I get enough money to do a TV show. They give me 10 grand to film a pilot for a show, which if any of you have made a show, that's not a lot of money to make a show. And I do it. I have to put it out in front of the world. The whole world's going to know if I fail at this. And I think if I can say something profound here, I think a lot of us are not afraid of failing. I think a lot of people are afraid of other people seeing them fail. And that's why we don't do what it is that we really feel like we should do to accomplish what it is we want to accomplish. We are more afraid of other people finding out that you tried something. Entrepreneurship is trying and failing over and over and over again, or training and failing over and over and over again, until finally you can have 20 ideas and one of them works. One of my favorite movies uh, is uh, is the McDonald's movie with uh, Michael Keaton. It's he's a, Ray Kroc was a horrible man, but it is the story about this guy who was what many would consider over the hill, and he had failed so many times until he figured out this whole thing about real estate and fast food chain. It's a very interesting movie if you hadn't uh, you hadn't seen it. But either way, back to the point. Get the show, and I think my whole world has changed. But they're like, okay, but by the way, we're merging with this group called Blaze. Okay, cool. So you got to move to Dallas, Texas, if you're going to if you're going to do this show. Oh, okay, cool. Well, how much money are you going to pay me? Not enough to live in Dallas, Texas. Uh, because even though you're super on top of the world right now, we don't know your longevity. You'll hear that a lot. Well, we don't know if you're going to be able to be, you know, a long haul game, this and that. So this is what I had to do. And I'm not saying that people should do this. I'm saying that this is sometimes what it takes. I'm all in. Go to Dallas, Texas. I'm like, I'm going to be the number one show on Blaze's Network. Number one show. 
And we did that. We started the podcast. We had this show called Rant Nation on there. And we became Blaze TV's number one show for the two years that I was there. And most people don't realize that I did not even make enough money to pay for the rental house that was in the heart of you know, Las Colinas, where the Blaze Studios actually is, and to pay for everything. And so I found out I had to have a producer. I had to pay for marketers, all this other things. And I had to make a choice. Do I not invest in the people I need to invest in to help me build this thing so eventually it becomes something even bigger? Or do I pay my truck note? Or do I pay my wife's car note? And I figured out that if I made a payment every fourth month, they can't take my car away. Uh, again, I'm not recommending that people do this, but what I'm saying sometimes... If you have a dream, I, 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 I counsel so many people that have dreams today and I ask them, okay, you believe in this, you know, you're supposed to do this. Are you willing? What if this happens? And the second you start talking to them about, well, what if you got to mess up your credit to get to where you want to go eventually? Ooh, hold on now. Are uh, you telling me I might have to like, like float a payment? To keep one of your best employees on? Yeah, you might. You might have to do that because you're the boss. You know, it all falls on you. As they said up here, someone has to take ownership over what happens. And someone has to be willing to take the stress and the possible backlash and the possible things that if this fails, they go off and they do another job. And now you're broke with no credit. And, you know, we'll see what happens after that. How many people here believe that you're doing what God is telling you to do so much that you're willing to do whatever you've got to do outside of just straight sin to be able to get there? You have to ask yourself the question because I'm telling you, I stand here today in front of you opposite of where I used to be because I went through all of that. Me and my wife, I have been doing this since 2013, literally 10 years in the making. And me and my wife just bought a house that we truly, truly believe that our kids can grow up in and graduate in 10 years later because we spelled credit cash for a long time. One of the most successful Christian conservative people on the outside, but no one has any clue what happened on the inside. Blaze, go back to this. I'm here to teach you about what really happens, the real reality of how hard this stuff can be. How much do you believe in it? We're the number one show on Blaze. Comes time to talk about renegotiating contracts. I think this is it. I'm here. I'm ready to do it. I had a number in my head. They had a much lower number in their head. Couldn't come to terms. And it was either take the low number that Blaze was offering, which me and Blaze have a great relationship for everybody recording right now. We really do. We have a great relationship to this day, but it was either take that or leave with nothing. No sponsors, no TV show, no nothing. Some of us find little bits of success and there comes that point where we have to make a decision. Are we comfortable with where we're at or are we willing to risk it all again to take that next leap forward? So I had a decision to make yet again. Somehow I convinced my current producer, because like I said, I'm always a real good recruiter. Convinced my current producer. I'm like, hey, why don't you come with me? Why don't you come with me? Oh, I don't have any money to pay you right now. But 
if you come with me and you help me start this thing, I guarantee you that I will make it up to you. I guarantee you this. And somehow, through the grace of God, he's like, you know what? Why not? I got no wife. Oh, well, he had a wife. I have no kids. Why not? Let's give it a shot. Go to my wife. I'm like, hey, I'm going to turn down the blaze. She said, what? I said, yeah, I'm going to turn down the blaze. How are we going to afford it here? We're not going to afford it here. We're going to move back to South Carolina. Well, why? Well, because cost of living is cheaper there. But there's nobody there. Nobody's in South Carolina. There's no blaze. There's no daily wire. There's nothing. Something's telling me that we got to go back to South Carolina. We got to do it. We got to do it. Made no sense. Get back to South Carolina. We're totally independent now. I have to buy what is in a museum relic of a camera these days to try to start filming for the show. Uh, and it was ugly and it was hideous and it was horrible and it was, it was terrible quality and all of this stuff. But God began to work blessings on it. It started taking off. It started soaring faster than we ever imagined that it would go. And then I had this other great idea. I was like, man, this is so great. We're doing all this stuff. Now we've got 30 employees now, 30 employees. And now I got a great idea. What if we start an apparel company? That sounds like a great idea. All these other people are starting apparel companies. You know, we're probably missing out 100, 200 grand a year. Let's start an apparel company. Does anybody know how to do that? No? Nobody knows how to do an apparel company? Okay, oh, fantastic. I'm going to go get one of my buddies who is an IT tech guy. No clue. You're going to be, and you're going to help me do this thing. We're going to learn this thing together. We launched 912 United on the 20th anniversary of September 11th on 912, so the day after 9-11 from the footprints in New York is at the height of COVID. We had to drive in, avoid all the police, do the thing on Fox News. We launch it. And within day one, we sold 17,000 orders on day one for 912 United. Completely crippled the business because we were not expecting anything like that at all. I don't know if you guys realize this. It's sometimes better to not sell anything than to be able to sell a lot of stuff that you're not ready for. Fast forward a year and a half, we do 187,000 orders of 912 United in the first year. Absolutely insane. Absolutely incredible. But here's the problem. And here's the warning that I want to give to everybody here. I didn't have a kingdom mindset. I was a Christian. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I almost lost my marriage 10 years ago. Because I didn't have God at the front of my marriage. Didn't have any of this stuff. I was a, I was a mad, angry child of a broken home. I went into the system for a bit. Spent the last years of high school in my grandparents' home. I was this mad individual from a nowhere town that still to this day has a population of 1,100 people. And my entire life, I realized, I'll never forget it. 2021, I made the most money I have ever made in my life. And I realized that I did it all to prove the world wrong about me. I realized that everything, every fire I ever had in my belly, every, everything that got me up in the morning when I was exhausted, every credit card I maxed out, every risk I took, I did it because I wanted to prove to the world that I was more than this statistic broken home kid from the middle of nowhere. 
Two books later, to this day, you can walk in Barnes & Noble and you can see my face on there. Some people burn it, some people buy it, depends on who you ask. And I'll never forget it. It was at, it was 2021. I was, from all aspects of everything, I was on top of the world. Made money like you couldn't believe. I was flying through cars like you couldn't believe. Oh, a Porsche? Yeah, let's try that out. Let's see what that looks like. GT500? Oh, that seems cool. Let's buy that. We'll put it under the business. We need tax write-offs anyway. Money that I had no idea what I was doing with, and I have never been more miserable in my entire life. Went to the hospital three times in a matter of 45 days because I thought I was having a heart attack. I realized that the mountain that I was climbing, once I got to the top of it, I realized there was nothing there. Nothing. Nothing there. There is a fine balance between what we do as entrepreneurs, the thing that drives us. I've been to many mastermind courses. I've never been to something like this. Most mastermind courses is money, money, success, success, cars, houses, Women, whatever, that's mastermind courses. Most of them. This is what you do to make money, to do what you want, when you want, how you want to do it. And I'm here to stand here and tell you that some of you have made it. Some of you have success. Some of you are just starting. Some of you literally just started your business or the business is fixing to launch or some of you are seven-figure people already or you're almost there. Some of you are eight-figure people. I'm here to tell you whatever that number is, if your motivation behind it is wrong, when you get there, you're going to realize it's not worth anything. You know, I always told myself I would see these stories about these people that were so rich and so famous and so popular and they would kill themselves. And I was like, what in the world? How in the world could anyone do that? And in 2021, I was in a dark place because I finally understood. I surrounded myself by people that were good at what they did, but they weren't in line with God. And they weren't in line with kingdom-focused principles. So I was surrounded by people that, yeah, yeah, I had a whole posse around me all the time, but I paid them. I didn't have any friends, none, surrounding me anyway on a day-to-day -day basis. I didn't have anybody that poured into me. There was no iron sharpens iron. It was all, how much money did we make today? Graham, uh, I don't know if you know this, but we just hit this new... Uh, tear bracket here, I want a raise or I want this. And if you don't pay me this money, then I'm leaving. And if I leave, then you're screwed because you don't have a producer. That was my life. And that is the dangers that we live as entrepreneurs. We, we straddle a line between wanting to make money and then the love of money. We, we, we straddle the line between Success for a purpose versus success for everyone to look at me. We struggle that line. And it's normal. It's easy. It's easy to do. You drive the nice cars. This is the universal way to dress if you make money these days. I don't know why. You walk in a car lot like this and they swarm you these days. Eight years ago, they wouldn't have even talked to you, <laughs> but it's true. Like, like, you know, we, we dress certain ways, we present ourselves certain ways, we, we drive certain things, we move into certain subdivisions, and for what? Because at the end of the day, we talk about leaving inheritances and all this other stuff for our kids, and yes, that's biblical, but at the end of the day, if you're not building something for the right reason, what are you actually leaving anybody? So I stand here 
before you today to tell you that it is of the utmost importance for us as Christians and for us as entrepreneurs to understand what our true why is. Because it's so, so very easy to think that you are doing this. Oh, I'm doing this for my family. Your kids don't care how much money you make. Your grandkids, whatever the situation might be, they don't care. I missed, I have a seven-month-old at, at home, and my, my middle daughter turned 10, and I got a 12- and a 13-year-old. I missed so much time with my children trying to reach this number that I thought I needed to reach. But because I was doing it for the wrong purposes, here I was. I was that eight-figure guy. And I missed the majority of my kids' lives. And I, I'll never forget, I bought this. Well, I didn't buy it. I rented an Airbnb of this cabin up in the mountains. And I, I disappeared for a week. And I was sitting up there and I was praying to God. I was praying to God, what in the world am I supposed to do? Why am I this miserable? Why am I this sad? Why am I this depressed? Why do I have this much anxiety? What in the world is going on? And I'll never forget, as clear as day, I heard the Lord say, same job, different department. Same job, different department. And then for the next year and a half, I tried to figure out what that meant. <laughs> Same job, different department. And then I tell you what, man, putting God at the forefront of what you do, being generous, I'm talking ridiculous generous. You know, and, and I don't say this as, a, as any kind of gloat or anything. I say this as what I began to realize. I was always the guy I need, again, not to, I need a million dollars cash in the bank. If I don't have it in the bank, there's a problem. I ain't helping nobody unless I got this much in the bank and I ain't doing nothing else. And I was miserable. Now, liquidity-wise, I may be the less liquid I've ever been, but we've been able to bless so many people. We have two charity organizations now, one that gives back to veterans and first responders and their families. We do the non-sexy stuff. The majority of police departments today uh, their insurance doesn't cover totality of cancer treatments for their spouses. The Dear America Foundation steps in. We have the Asher House now. Most people don't realize that once kids get out of the system at 18 years old, you've got 18 to 24-year-old kids, because they are kids, because nobody taught them how to be adults. They're walking around homeless with no birth certificate, no driver's license, no Social Security card, no idea how to get a job, and that leads them into the sex trafficking world. Now we have Asher House, and we're able to fund those things personally because you'll find this out too, and that's what's so vitally important in this room. That slide that Riley showed was so true because let me tell you something. When you have charity organizations, and they're not the sexy ones, they're not the, the, the wounded veteran getting a house built or something like that, nobody cares, and especially churches. They don't care. Because we have fallen so far as Christians and churches especially from where we're supposed to be. Nobody cares. But we'll do it. And that's where our money will go. We'll do it. If nobody else will help us, we'll do those things. So I stand here today still in a place that I should not be. God has blessed me in a way that I never thought possible. But today... I have less personal money than I've ever had, but it goes to bless other people and have never been happier.
I've never been closer in my relationship with Jesus. I've never been closer, and God has never put more people in my life like the people that you're meeting here. I never would have met. There was was a thing. I went to Texas. Lord told me to go to Texas. had no idea why. I went to Texas. Didn't work out. Looked like the biggest bust in the world. Wasted like 20 grand to go to Texas for a month and a half because I thought this thing was going to work out. But if I hadn't have gone, I wouldn't have met the people that are in this room right now that are putting this on. And it has turned out to be one of the best God relationships, not only from a friendship standpoint, but from a business standpoint that I've ever had. So you are here for a reason. Everything that God puts on your heart that leads you down that path to do something, even though it might not make any sense, you do not know the doors that God is going to open up that you cannot see right now. And I encourage you, as I'm the one that's holding you up from eating now, I encourage you to really gut check yourselves because I was a Christian and I thought that I was doing it for the right reasons. I really did. But I'm here to tell you and I'm here as a testament to the fact that you can be the most popular person in the, in the conservative movement. You can be the most popular person in the world. It doesn't matter. If you're doing it for yourself instead of doing it for God, what can you use me for? What can this money be used for to further your kingdom? God, who can I bless today? God, I don't want to give $1,000 to every person that's uh, a waitress or a waiter in this restaurant today. Why are you telling me to do that? Oh, I've got a $12,000 bill at the restaurant now because there's 12 waitresses and waiters today. That happened to me probably about two months ago. God said thousand bucks, everybody. And I was like, I don't know about that. I don't feel like that's, I don't feel like that's something you're supposed to do. And I haven't shared this with a single person because I don't broadcast this stuff. Later on that day, somebody wrote me on my personal Facebook page. And it was a woman who had two kids that was not going to be able to pay her rent that month. She had no idea and she was getting ready to be evicted that day. Now, I don't know what the other 11 people did, but that person radically changed their life. And I don't know why God told me to do that. I really wish he just would have said, hey, that one person, $1,000, that would have been a great, but, but that's not what happened. And maybe he blessed the other 11 and they just didn't write me about it. But that's what I mean. Radical generosity with what you have. Radical generosity. Hurtful generosity. Hurts. Hey, God, I, I gave that. Uh, it ain't shown back up yet. It will in different ways. And when you, when you shift your focus, when you shift your focus on God, why have you even given me this in the first place? Whatever that business is. For me, right now, at least, it's running my mouth for a living. That's what I do. Lord knows there's easier ways to make money. But whatever your business is, why? God, why are you giving me this idea? God, why have you given me this business? God, we made we made a million dollars this year. God, why? Why? Why have you done that? That's the question that you have to really answer, in my opinion. It's not what is your why, it's what's God's why? What's God's why as to why you are in the situation that you were in? Why are you in this room today? God, why am I here? Pray a little prayer to yourself. God, why am I here today? Is it to hear something that I've said? 
So here's something Riley says, is it to meet somebody in this room? Why, God, why do you have me here today? I'll close, I'll close with this because I know everybody's like, all right, man, we're hungry here. Let's do this thing. <laughs> you don't have to be important to do important things. God doesn't, God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. And God uses the broken to do amazing things. And the stuff that I'm most proud of, the stuff that I go to bed at night when I, when I do turn and burns like today, uh, I hate flying. Uh, the flights are crap trying to fly out of DFW where I'm at. So we're literally driving through the night back home tomorrow to prep for the show on Monday. And when I sit here and I go, why in the world am I going to die at 50? Because this is what I put myself through. You know, I, I think about, I think about how I used to take my wife on a hunt on a anniversary and, Oh, we'll take that Island. How much is it? 30 grand. Sure. And then I hear things about Riley 30 grand saves 800 kids. And now my mind operates that way. You know what? We don't need that. We don't need that anymore. I don't need that Porsche. Now I do drive a nice truck. I will be honest. I'm a redneck. I got a truck, but we don't need those things. What can God use with this other stuff? And I've seen such radical generosity from Riley and Chris and everybody. I've seen so much radical generosity from people that makes no sense. But their lives are enriched by the lives that they are blessing because God told them to. So that's it. Don't be afraid to fail because everybody in here, none of you are afraid of failing. You're only afraid of other people finding out that you failed. Do not be afraid to fail. Because there, in entrepreneur world, there is no failure. It's a learning experience, right? Or it's a closed door, as Christians like to call it. That was an expensive door, God. But, you know, sometimes it works that way. And then I ask you, because I am that person. I was on top of the world as far as the world was concerned. There was no TV show I couldn't go on. There was nobody I didn't have access to. Literally, dinner with Trump, no problem. I was one phone call away from the president at any time. And I've never been more miserable than I've ever been in my entire life. You have to have not your why, but God's. And that's all I got. Thank you guys for listening to me. I appreciate it.